We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. Today we go behind the headlines. A lot of people in Berkeley are upset they're losing two schools. It's going to be disruptive for parents and kids. Two of our reporters are telling the story on the radio and online. Race and culture fellow Chad Davis and education reporter Ryan Delaney join me now with the tales on what it all means. Thanks, guys, for coming in. Good to see you, Chad. Chad, let's start with you. How and why is Berkeley losing these schools? Yeah, so I mean, I, I think it's there's a lot of different factors into this. Um, for one thing, it looks like uh, the Ferguson Florissant School District they're changing quite a few schools within the Berkeley area. Um, one of the schools actually is closing one of the elementary schools, and then also um, several other schools are actually changing to like different types of schools. So, like one elementary school is actually changing to a um, pre-K to second grade school. And I mean, the district says that they're doing this because they want to improve academics and they actually want to, um, you know, kind of just make it a stronger school and actually use more um, resources there. So that's what the, the school district has, has said as far as the, you know, the, the response for that. But Ryan, it's going to be disruptive, obviously. It is. It's always disruptive for to change schools and and to lose a school in your neighborhood. Um, as Chad mentioned, you know this will expand uh, pre K options within the Ferguson Florissant mm-hmm. School District, allow them to start preschool earlier, and then a create a selective admission uh, STEAM themed high school, uh, which will uh, take over the McClure South Berkeley building. Um, the disruption is one that. Uh, you know, we, we we decided to tell this story in Berkeley because it's happening right now. Uh, but it's an issue that uh, someone tweeted at me uh, this morning that you could tell this story in St. Louis, and you very well co- could. Of we wanted to just look at the impact of losing a school in, in your neighborhood, and just kind of the impact on community identity and community pride. Uh, a, a lot of people in Berkeley kept telling us that you know you keep taking away our schools, and it's just going to slowly kill our community. Um, and it's not that the Ferguson Florissant School District is trying to intentionally kill Berkeley um, or singling it out as much as just the district overall is struggling with low enrollment and has too many spaces in its buildings and needs to consolidate. Chad, is this going to involve some busing, kids getting to schools that are farther away? Yeah. So um, several people that I spoke with were talking about their worries of having to go to schools miles you know, away from where they might live. Um, I know one individual, she actually lives near one of the elementary schools that's changing. Um, um, and now, you know, her, her children will have to travel, you know, several miles to go to um, another school. So, you know, it's it's not as drastic as I guess some as it might be to go to another part of St. Louis, but it's still a long way for some people to have to travel to. Well, from my understanding of your story, some people believe there's a racial component to this as well. Yeah, and it's a little, it, it's it's kind of complicated because there's a long kind of history with everything um, involving that. So the uh, Berkeley area is predominantly black, and, the, and that's in the southern part of the district. And then the northern part of the district, um, the Florissant area is predominantly white. Now, the school district 
district is still predominantly black, however, like in, in certain schools. But there also is a racial component because, you know, decades prior, Berkeley and another um, area, Kinlock, one was Kinlock was a predominantly black area. Berkeley was prom- predominantly white. They um, split off and then they merged eventually. And a lot of black residents in the southern area are feeling, you know, kind of a little bit left out in the sense where this, you know, having to travel to another part of the district, you know, where the the black roots are still in that southern area. It's kind of a it's it's a large change and it's a large shift. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of individuals, kind of as Ryan was saying with the pride, it also goes with the history of having to travel far away and you know not wanting to you know see that lost. Yeah. And Ryan concerns too that uh, this could be disruptive to the community in other ways in that. Uh, people are not going to be encouraged to live in Berkeley if the schools are not uh, convenient there. Yeah, that's really the argument that uh, came up during some public hearings and uh, the actual board vote uh, where this decision was made, this redistricting plan, um, that you know, the, the mayor stood in front of the Ferguson Florissant School Board, the mayor of Berkeley, and said that uh, you know if you d- do this move, if you make this decision to close another school, at one point there were eight schools within the city of Berkeley. Uh, after this, will, there will be two. Um, although it should note that uh, three of those were largely closed because of an airport expansion. Uh, Lambert bought them and, and closed and took over the property, so the schools had to either close or move uh, out of Berkeley. But the, the mayor predicted a you know thirty five percent loss of mm. population in this city, um, and that's a city that's already lost about eleven thousand residents. Um, because of uh, white flight and just population trends in St. Louis area, uh, the airport buying up land for airport expansions or noise abatement, uh, Interstate 170 and and 70 run through Berkeley now. So uh, that knocked out property where people used to live. Somebody in the story is saying that all of this is going to make Berkeley a better place to live. Yeah, that, that's the argument from the uh, s- some school board members, I should say. Uh, there's others that did not like this plan. It was a split vote. Uh, but the superintendent, uh, Dr. Joseph Davis, um, says that this is about – uh, improving the school district and a stronger Ferguson Florissant school district will encourage families to move into the district. Um, he says it's about economic development. It's about expanding preschool options for the school um, in the school district. And it's about uh, making the high school and middle school uh, options stronger. Mm. Chad, do the res- residents have any recourse uh, in view of what's going on? Yeah, I mean, you know, some of the residents, I think, um, well, I, I think really, you know, there, there was one resident, Lisa um, Willis-James, she has children there, you know, she, um, you know, she doesn't actually want to see, you know, her, her children have to, or anyone's children to have to move to another part of the actual, uh, or bus to another part of the district. There is another individual, um, Judy Ferguson Shaw, um, she was kind of, She's also hesitant because she's afraid that people actually won't move into the actual community um, when these when these changes happen. So I think there's a lot of just kind of like worry and, and a lot of fear that, you know, it's like what's going to happen to a community once, you know, once there are no longer or once there are very little schools in that area and in the district. And uh, Chad and I sat in the back of a, a community meeting where uh, we met some of those residents that we spoke with. And, uh, you know, it was only about five or six people at this meeting. So it's not a huge groundswell of, of Berkeley residents at this point. But they uh, explored the, the legality and just feasibility of 
um, whether they would be able to convince the Ferguson Florissant School Board to sponsor a charter school in Berkeley, which, uh, considering that some of this is done along financial reasons and consolidating the footprint, that one seems unlikely. Uh, they also talked about whether or not uh, Berkeley could become its own uh, school district again, basically to secede uh, from Ferguson Florissant. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, there's just the, the financial factors of that would be very difficult for a community this small. But there is that issue or that that desire um, to try to look at some extreme uh, options for um, preserving public education in Berkeley. Um, and, and a lot of residents and some community leaders say that, you know, this fight isn't mm-hmm. over yet, even though mm-hmm. um, the board has made that decision. And the superintendent uh, did also tell me that uh, he does want to work with the school board and the city of Berkeley to come up with a way to repurpose the elementary school that's going to close in, in May and not just, you know, mothball at it and close it up, but how to make sure it's a continued community asset, be it a... There, there's no plans yet at this point, but you know, a community center or some sort of asset for, for the city. Well, obviously, they're going to continue talking about it. We had an email this morning from a listener, Jackie, asking us to mention that Superintendent Davis and Professor Jerome Morris will be speaking on the effect of the school closings at a public forum at 6.30 p.m. on December 13th at the Fer- Ferguson Community Center. So I guess they're going to dialogue for a bit. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We have that flyer on our desk. Yes, we do. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll hear more about it, I'm sure, as they continue to discuss it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Always a pleasure. Chad Davis and Ryan Delaney. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU.